Peter Charles, delivering rapid results in difficult business situations since 1996. Hi, I'm Peter Williams. I'm a financial journalist. Hi, I'm Julia Vandermark. Julia, I know you've done a lot of work uh, in HR and transformational HR. With so many redundancies happening, how can companies handle this situation well? Um, technically speaking, redundancy is a byproduct of a change programme, um, and it's the fear factor. Um, most of the time, a change programme shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. Um, you should be aware, well, you know you're aware, that there are th- something's not right. So in trying to help change that or improve what's going wrong... Engaging with the staff and asking them what they think is wrong is probably actually the starting point. Okay. And how does uh, the company, the management, the bosses, how do they show sort of trust and belief process? I mean, are there any small indications they can do or is it just a formal process you've got to get through? The difficulty with consultation and change is that is the byproduct of redundancy, really, because the people that are affected or negatively affected by a change programme, their lives are changed because they have no employment. Um, But also the people who are delivering such negative news affects them in such a difficult way. So most organisations will shy away away from engaging fully with the people they are trying to consult with because it's such a difficult message to deliver. But it's, it's often made so much easier by allowing the staff to participate in the ideas, the suggestions, the proposals. And you've seen it happen real life, have you? That that participation can make a difference and can make a better process for everybody. Absolutely. In particular, um, there are obviously options um, that I've used in the past where rather than coming to the table with an organisational proposal that says this is where we're going to change, this is what we're suggesting, as is the practice with uh, consultations is actually engaging with the staff and allowing them to be part of the solution. So... You engage with the staff, you create working parties and groups and saying, right, this is what we think our ideas are. We don't actually know what the answer is. Why don't you come up with the answer? Okay, that sounds very logical and very sensible, but I'm sure there must be barriers to actually doing it like that. What are the sort of barriers that you've seen? Predominantly in change programmes, trust is a significant issue. If you are trying to change an organisation, you are trying to help people understand why things need to be improved upon. You don't have to gain um, sort of lightness about it. Staff don't have to um, sort of jump up and down in the air. But they do have to understand that there is a need for change. And as part of their understanding, if they can be part of the solution, then they're far more effective and your solution is far more positive for the business than you could ever imagine. Okay, thank you. You say you've been through it a number of times. Just give me one example of the sort of lessons that you've learned, you think, over these over the processes you've been through. Uh, the staff are incredibly imaginative, um, and that often managers, we underestimate um, the input that they can have during times of difficulty. And actually we should be looking to them for some of our answers as well as the strategic direction objectives and uh, forecasting that we deliver from a management perspective. Our staff can help us realise ground floor how we need to improve our businesses, how we need to improve our service and very often there's things that we miss. Okay and you think what you saw in that particular instance can be applied generally can it and other companies and other organisations can pick up 
and make a, a relatively positive experience about what can be a very difficult situation. I, th- I think in some instances, uh, organisations forget that um, their answers are often available to them through the staff and that engaging with the staff, you can minimise the risk of the change programme to the organisation as a whole. That can be a financial risk, that can be a performance risk, but it also can be a reputational risk. The intangible aspect was that the staff actually solved the problems of that function. So the staff were basically significant in the resolution of what was identified by the business as being a failing service. And those people who didn't want to be part of that also had the option by which to say, actually, I would like to move on, either moving on within the organisation or moving on themselves by uh, voluntary redundancy means and moving to other organisations or taking career breaks or even retirement in some instances. Julia, that's great. Thank you. Peter Charles, delivering rapid results in difficult business situations since 1990.